0: Tonight is a great night, a night above all nights, but what makes this night such a wonderful and magnificent night, a night so important to each and every one of us, a night where an angel sings glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We live in a world and in a time where there has to be bumper stickers to say, keep Christ in Christmas. We live in a time where it's all about presents, all about gifts, the family gatherings, the party, the hallmark version of Christmas. Everything has to be perfect. Some of you may be sitting here in your hearts worrying about the party that has to come after Mass. Some of you gathered here are even wondering, why do I have to be here? What is the purpose? Some of you, it may be your first time out of this year that you've been into a church and have sat through a celebration. Then why is it such an important and glorious night for each and every one of us? Because we hear from our gospel reading today the very first line about how Caesar Augustus was the governor at that time. So Jesus came 2,000 years ago. We can mark that and track that historically. So then what does that have to do with me sitting here 2,000 years later in 2021? What does that have to do with me? Why do I have to bother celebrating Christmas? Because just like you and I, as we celebrate our birthday, we grow older one year and it becomes pointless and meaningless to celebrate a birthday. By the time you get to 30, it's like, ah, okay, it's another year. I'm going to get another year older. Okay, what does it really matter? So then, what are we really celebrating this Christmas? Why are we gathered here? We hear prophets foretell and preach about this coming of a Messiah, this Redeemer. What is he redeeming? And what is he doing for us? Because he came 2,000 years ago to redeem his chosen people, the Israelites. Okay, that's 2,000 years ago. I'm sitting here, am I redeemed? What does that mean for me? As we celebrate Christmas, we're reminded that God's first coming is second in our timeline, and his second coming comes first. God called, God came 2,000 years ago to redeem his chosen people, to call his chosen people, and to make them holy and restore that relationship God had originally with his chosen people. That came second. What came first is he's calling each and every one of us to live that Christmas out. God restored and became man to restore, reverse, repair, and rebuild our relationship that has been destroyed by original sin. Christ's first coming in the incarnation was coming to restore our relationship with God the Father, and so that we can become whole again, to be made anew again. But we're still waiting for that fulfillment to occur. We're still living in a world where there's destruction. We're still living in a world where there's hatred. We're still living in a world where there's no connection of peace anymore. So how can we sing and say, joy to the world, the Lord has come? We're still waiting for that fulfillment to occur in our lives. So then what does that mean for you and I? What does that really entail for what we're going through? I think our celebration today describes exactly what it is. The word Christmas. If we look at the word very carefully, you can divide the word into two words itself. Christ and mass. Add an extra S to it. Christ and mass, which illustrates for us what our calling and what we're truly celebrating today. Christ, being light bearers to the world, being someone who brings Christ to the masses to the world. But what does that really mean for us? It means the incarnation is the reason why we can enter into a relationship with God. He became man in this nativity scene as a child so that he can embody for us his love for each and every one of us. We look at this nativity scene, it looks so innocent, it looks so beautiful, but it speaks of the most, which is the love God has for each and every one of us. A love that is self-sacrificial, calling us into a deeper authentic connection with the divine and to be in relationship with him every day of our lives. As simple and as extraordinary as the nativity scene is, we see a transformation. How can a king of kings, the king of glory, a god of gods, will himself to become man, to be a child, a child who is defenseless, relies on others, and relies on the protection and love of Mary and Joseph has become man to take on flesh that to me speaks such of great love such of great value and such of great power to us but yet sometimes we sit here and are so sucked in to the commercial side of christmas the lights The garlands, the Christmas tree, the perfect Christmas dinner, the peaceful family, the family gathering where no one's going to argue with each other, no one's going to start fights among the family, that peaceful Christmas. But what is the invitation for you and I today? That transformation is our call today, as we see that nativity scene in Bethlehem. We hear the prophets foretold, O Bethlehem, what are you? A small town, but the throne of David, where the king of glory will come again. A town that was populated, that was flourishing, but when Jesus was born, became a town of nothing. If he can transform the little manger scene into something drastic of our redemption and the symbol of our love, Imagine what he can do in our own lives. The struggle, the hatred, the bitterness, the self-centeredness in our hearts. What can he do to our hearts if he can do that to the manger scene? If he can do that and become man and change and transform to be a low of the low and to embody love for each and every one of us, our hearts can be transformed and changed. This event that happened 2,000 years ago can happen to each and every one of us every day of our lives. We can live out this Christmas spirit, the call to bring Christ to the masses every day of our lives, my dear brothers and sisters. But the choice is ours. Are you and I willing to let him in? Are you and I going to allow him to transform our lives? Are you and I going to let him create a new life within us? God has given himself to us today as a very special gift. A gift of himself, a gift of love made man, made present to each and every one of us. A love that you and I can experience just as we experience and get to know each other. But are we willing to live out Christmas? Christmas makes us different. Christmas sets us apart. And Christmas calls us to share his divine love. So and then to share that love with the unbelieving world. So my dear brothers and sisters, are you willing to live out Christmas every day of your life.